0: This is the get better everyday podcast with Matt Gouge Actionable advice from real life superheroes who just like you are in relentless pursuit of the best version of themselves Whether you're just getting started or have been at it for years My hope is that this podcast injects you with some positive energy to continue doing what brings you joy Join me as I interview the best of the best in business sports and life. Let's grow together Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm KJ. And we're the producers of the Get Better Everyday podcast. Do you like podcasts? Well, then hit us up. IkePodcastNetwork.com. We'll help you build your show. All right, Matt Gouget, Get Better Everyday podcast. I'm super excited today. Scott Groves is not only an author, a coach, jujitsu practitioner, husband, father, all the things, but he's a good friend of mine. Um, so proud to call you a good buddy, Scott. Thanks for joining me today. How you doing, man? Thanks, man. Uh, I appreciate you having me here, dude. Congrats on the podcast and surviving
1: this year in the mortgage business and still being a great husband and father yourself. So it's like, hey, man, we 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 take the hand that's dealt to us and we find a way to get through it.
0: Right, like like so many others. Right, I'm doing the best I can with what I've got when it comes to the market. When it comes to like life is not always easy. I actually recorded a solo pod last week talking about, um, you know, surviving through storms. And that's just not the mortgage industry alone, right? It's like things happen and, and there's, there's tragedy in life. There's times that you're not your best self with your kids. There's times you're not your best self as a husband, you know, going through a lot of the same things, raising kids, being married, running a business. I'm sure that like I'm going to be able to pull some golden nuggets out of you. So, Get Better Everyday Listener, be prepared uh, to, to you know, glean some wisdom from Scott Groves. I might do some of it, you know, uh, selfishly and ask some of the questions for my own, uh, you know, personal betterment. But no better place to start, Scott, than something that happened recently. Um, and it goes along the lines of Get Better Everyday, right? Like you yeah. talk about becoming so yep. let's 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 talk about that. Let's see the arm, brother. I know no, this this will, uh,
1: be, um, this will be the first public conversation, and the like the vaseline is still on there helping the tattoo drive but uh, on my forearm, for those listeners that aren't watching, I got the word becoming tattooed on my forearm with the, Oh, the logo, of my coaching company, which I appreciate you being part of man consolidated coaching. And, um, I, this, this gleans from a mastermind like 10 years ago, and I won't go into the whole story, but basically the bogus affirmations of like, I am a millionaire. I have six point, uh, I have six pack abs money flows to me. It's like, well, No, not really. You can't say those things when you're broke and fat and out of shape. But what you can say is you can say, like, I'm becoming a better version of myself. I'm becoming a better father. I'm becoming a millionaire. I'm becoming the type of person who makes good food choices so I can look better in the mirror when I'm naked, right? So it's like all of these things are true. And then, you know, you and I have talked about this and had some pretty deep personal conversations. We both know a lot of men, um, some in our family, who just got to a certain age, 40, 45, 50, 55, and they quit. They like threw in the towel, and they're like, this is the best it's ever going to be. What will be will be with my kids and my business and my health. And it's like, to me, this is just going to be a daily reminder for the rest of my life is like – It's my job from now until whenever I pass to keep like becoming a better version of myself every day, get better every day, right? It's like, it's right in line with what you're talking about in this podcast is like, you know, I don't care. I can't box anymore. I boxed for like 10 years at a certain age, like getting punched in the head is starting to give you more brain damage than it's giving you positive physical attributes. And so I switched from boxing to jujitsu and now I'm brand new in jujitsu a couple of years in just getting my teeth kicked in by guys who are a year or two ahead of me on the journey. It's like, all right, well, I'm not a black belt, but I'm becoming one. I really believe seven years from now, eight years from now, 10 years from now, I will be a black belt in jujitsu because that's what I'm becoming. And as long as I have that mindset, guess what? I'll keep showing up to jujitsu every day. So the, the tattoo, my wife's a little upset that I that I got it. I had to go give her some afternoon love today so that um you know she wasn't too mad at me. She's a little upset. She did not want me to have a tattoo in a place where people could see it when I'm, you know, in shorts and a t-shirt. Uh, but it's just it's right in line with who I am and who I want to become. And so there we go, man. Perfect day that you're interviewing me for this podcast.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it. And in your defense, it's 2023. You're an entrepreneur you're not going to have to go in anywhere in a polo and apply for a job. I know, I know for certain that ain't you brother. So, uh, uh, it's a reminder that you're, you're, you're becoming the best version of yourself as a husband, right? It was, yeah. it was done for her indirectly. So she should be grateful for it. Um, as, as a coach and I've, I've known you as, as, a, as a friend, but like you mentioned consolidated coaching, been part of that program, uh, for it's, it's gotta be like six years, like five or six years. Um, yeah, I feel like you're an authority to speak to people as a coach. And so for the Get Better Everyday listener, on the journey of becoming, whether it's in your business, whether it's it's elsewhere, what would be like actionable advice for step one? Because I think that's where okay. most people, you know, fail. Like once you start getting better at something, and you see some results, that's a lot easier than step one, where you don't know what what journey lies ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there's so many words of wisdoms I could pull from, right? Like Jocko Willink's um, discipline, you know, equals freedom, or there's um, Gary Keller's the one thing, right? What's the first domino you got to knock over, but something that's really been in focus for me recently. And I think it's because I'm itching to go scuba diving again for my, like my personal email is scuba groves at Gmail. Cause I really enjoyed scuba diving and have kind of fallen out of that practice. Now that vacation involves kids and spouses, and I can't just go as a single man to Cozumel and dive. For a week, but there's this saying in scuba diving, which is plan your dive and dive your plan. And they're equally as important, right? Because, like, if you're gonna go underwater in a self contained underwater breathing apparatus, which is what scuba deal, uh, stands for, like, if that fails, then you die potentially, right? So it's like you have to plan your dive. But then just as important as planning your dive, when you get down there, you can't get shiny object syndrome and, like, chase a fish or some coral reef or an octopus deeper than you were planning to dive because then you can run out of air and you can die. And so, you know, we're all going to die, unfortunately. Life is terminal. But I think just keeping these two components in balance of, like – you know, plan your dive and then dive your plan, you have to have a plan, right? But then you also have to take action on the plan. And I think something that's missed in a lot of the gurus and the, you know, 22 year old life coaches on Instagram is they're like, well, if you just have a plan and you say affirmations, then like the secret will provide and these things will come to you. And it's like, no, no, no. You have to take action to make this shit happen, right? Um, and then there's a whole nother side of gurus that are like, just do. Like, you know, Gary V. I I love listening to his stuff, but he's like, put up 30 pieces of content a day and just grind, 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 hustle porn, hustle porn. And I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. But if you're going into that 30 pieces of content a day without a plan, then, you know, you're just kind of peeing into the wind and hoping you don't get wet. And so this, this concept of like, plan your dive and dive your plan is really in focus for me right now, because I'll be honest, like the results that I want to have as a mortgage loan officer not happening. And I've always been the guy of like, I have no problem taking action, but until recently, like I was pouring all my energy into coming into a plan, coming up with a plan for my coaching clients. And I had forgot that I needed a plan because I moved from my primary base of operation, Los Angeles, to my new house in Henderson, Nevada. And like, I didn't have a good plan for like, all right, bi-monthly, I'm going to go back for three days, and we're going to do lunch and learns, and we're going to do coffee appointments, and we're going to stay in touch. So it's like as I was doing all the strategic planning for everybody else in my life, I lost sight of my plan. I'm still taking action, right? I'm still going on the dive, but I'm like, shit, I forgot to plan my dive. And now you know my production is suffering, which is embarrassing to say as a coach, but it's like, all right, I know how to course correct sat down for a weekend, replan my dive, have my trips to LA plan, have like a better social media and text message and email omnipresent plan set up. And now I've got to execute and I got to dive my plan. So that's, that's kind of the coach that I would, that's the coaching advice I would give to people is like, hold these things in balance of the planning and the execution because they're both equally as important. And you can get way out of whack depending on who you're following or, you know, who the guru of the day is on Facebook. You can get way out of whack by one of those taking up too much of your time and you're doing all planning and you got analysis paralysis and no execution, or you're just grind, 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 but you don't really have like a long-term strategic plan and both can be dangerous.
0: Yeah. You know what? Like, I didn't, I, you put that so well, that both can be dangerous. Because what I thought I was going to ask you as you started to talk was like most people I know over plan and they don't go out and execute at all. But I've got an example that I can pull of somebody who executes, 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 but went back, created a little bit of a plan and then saw dramatically better results. Our buddy, John Bauman. Like, I literally talked to him recently, and I was like, same great guy, has always taken action, has never been afraid to go out there and, you know, sell and talk to people. It was a little bit of a tweak to the planning, which involved different sets of people, right? And so um, that's that's golden advice. I'll, I'll reiterate it so that anybody who missed it hears it, right? Like, you've got the planning portion, and you've got the execution portion, whether that's a weight loss plan, you know, relationship builder in your marriage, a business plan. And I know a lot of people that plan forever and never take any action. And then like you talked about, and I hadn't thought about it before you said it, there's a lot of action takers that are so proud of themselves because they've grinded for 12 hours a day. And you're like, listen, if you took four hours a week and set up a strategic plan, you could be 10 X more effective with those hours you do spend grinding.
1: Yeah. I mean, I talk about this in this course that I just taught this get your time back is like, you don't have to spend time planning, you got to reframe that you're like, I get to spend four hours a week in like strategic plan mode, you know, uh, Gary V calls it thinking in the clouds versus playing in the dirt. And so it's like, you know, Sunday night, I sit around for two hours, I look at my calendar for the week, I smoke a cigar, I think about the strategic plan, and then I do an hour on Tuesdays and Thursdays with my team doing the same thing. So it's like I get to plan for four hours, and so many people think that's tedious, and then because they don't have a plan, they either don't execute or they execute a lot and then they just fail because they don't really have a plan. On the other side, you and I know a million people that have analysis paralysis, and they're like, well, I've got to have my call sheet, and I've got to have 92 points of data, and the sun and the moon have to be in the Mercury in retrograde, and then these people have to be in the right move to receive the information, and then I can make the call, and I'm like- Okay, cool. So once every two years, you're taking action, like, give me a break, (laughs) right? And it's like, you know, we know people on both sides of the spectrum, I have fallen on either side of the spectrum, many, many times in my career, I'm not infallible. But I think just being aware of it, you can kind of take a self assessment when you're getting in the weeds, and you're like, wait a minute, am I working without a plan? Or am I just stuck in the plan? I need to take action. And then you can shift on a dime once you're self aware of it.
0: Right. Yeah. And that's, and that's a good takeaway for, for, for getting better every day. For our industry specific real estate mortgage, I know a lot of people that like their solve is like, you know what? Times are tough. I'm going to have to work three times as hard. Well, if you work three times as hard, but you don't have a plan, maybe just maybe in a different market, you need different tactics. You need a different plan. And, and, uh, so, it's it's funny how this stuff comes together in real time, right? We're talking, we're talking about stuff and I'm like having this big epiphany where where like that truly, I believe, uh can help a lot of people in 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 their journey of getting better every day, regardless of what they're trying to do, is you know, stop for a second and put together a plan. And 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 for some people, you know, maybe it's a career shift, maybe it's, you know, I had taken a second to breathe. And realize that, hey, if I poured the same amount of energy and effort and passion into this other thing, I could have drastically better results. Um, Gold, brother. Gold. I love it, man. And
1: by the way, I love the fact that you said, hey, I'm having an epiphany right now on the spot, right? Because that's the power of conversations. That's the power of like coaching, right? It's why you and I both pay a lot of money to be coaches, to be part of coaching programs, to have a coach. And so a lot of times I'll talk to people and they'll be like, man, Scott, I really wish that I could you know, sign up for your coaching, but I'm a little light on money right now. I'm like, that's okay, man. I'm like, I wrote a book on lead generation. Do you have it? Oh, no. I'm like, okay, well, that book's 15 bucks. Maybe you're really so broke you can't afford 15 bucks. I'm like, "What podcast do you listen to?" And they're like, "Oh, I listen to, you know, uh Joe Rogan and I listen to the Daily and I listen and I'm like, "Okay, so you listen to a bunch of like political anger stuff. Like, what coaching podcast are you listening to? Are you listening to um, you know, uh the the greatness podcast or th- there's a million of them, right? That have like a way for you to get better. This podcast get better every day. Like, I'm going to send this out to all 14,000 loan officers, realtors, clients when when you're done and it, and it gets posted because like if you truly cannot afford to have a coach if you don't have like a mentor to have these conversations where you can have uh these epiphanies for the first time in human history there is a free way to download knowledge from anybody you can think of in the form of podcasts. so when people are like oh i can't really afford your you know your coaching and i go into it and we get two or three steps uh uh deep and i'm like oh no it's not a matter of affordability. You just don't want to coach. You don't want to have the conversations. You don't want to have the epiphanies because, like, you're not even seeking out the free stuff. So quit with your BS unless, like, your podcast queue is all coaching, improvement, personal development, you know, business podcast. Then you don't really want to coach. That's just that's just some crap you're telling yourself to feel better about your failure.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and honestly, I'm I'm super bullish on coaching. I've been a part of coaching, you know, with you, with my buddy Matty A, with Level Up Coaching Your Mortgage. I love coaching. And and to your point, the conversation, like you can pull stuff out of me that I might not see because I'm down here, you know, digging a trench and you're up there saying, Hey Matt, like have you looked over there where you've got a bigger shovel and it's, you know, you can get, create more leverage and dig faster. Like, Oh, I didn't even stop to look up because I'm, I'm, I'm digging trenches here. Um, and to your point, like there's so much free information out there. Like in oh 2023, there's no excuse to not get better every day. I have, Pages and pages of notes. Um, I'm proud to say that I was following Alex Hormozzi when he had like 5,000 followers on uh, YouTube. I I think I have notes from 2021 where I'm like, this guy's a business genius. And so what did I do on a plane ride? I took my little digital notepad and I took like 20 pages of notes. And like the stuff that he was spitting was such fire that I didn't have to pay to go to a conference. I didn't have to sign up for one-on-one coaching. I just had to open up the YouTube app and press play and listen, write stuff down, and then apply it to my business and think about ways to get better every day in my personal life.
1: Dude, Hermosi on his book launch, the $100 million lead magnet, he just gave away, if you showed up for the book launch, this guy had 500,000 people on the webinar for his book launch. If you just showed up for that, he gave you a $10,000 course for free. There you go
0: acquisition.com. I mean acquisition.com. I'm not a big hat guy but when this yeah. when this finally goes on YouTube people will see that I put on the acquisition.com hat and this I have not I've definitely read your book lead generate haven't read hundred million dollar leads yet. I, I put Scott Groves up here and then Alex Hormozzi falls a few steps below. Oh, so thank you. I'll get to his I, stuff I wish I was basically. that ripped,
1: man. I wish I was all suddenly <laughs> like that guy. Um, you know, Ooh, last, last thought, and I know we're gonna keep this pretty quick, but you mentioned, you know, you're down there in the trench sometime digging and you need a coach to tell you which way to go. Uh I just watched with my seven-year-old for the first time the county in Monte Cristo, right? And there's that great scene where Edmund Dantes is like in the prison and the uh, the priest, uh Faria or feria I can't remember, uh, the priest like pops out from underneath the tunnel and he's like, oh, five years, I've been tunneling the wrong direction. Let's go that way. And we'll dig out of the prison in eight years. And you're like, oh, had he only had a coach to tell him which way to go, he would have saved five years of his life. And I remember thinking about that in the moment, cause I've seen that movie a dozen times, thinking like, oh, that's a good analogy for what a coach does. Like he, you know, you might be putting in all the hard work and digging the tunnel, But if you go the wrong direction, you can waste five years of your life. And so a coach or a mentor or a sibling rivalry, they can help check you and be like, no, man, I think you're digging the wrong direction. And so, again, if you can't afford a coach, buy a book, listen to a podcast, find a mentor, find a sibling rivalry where you can be like, hey, man, what are the blind spots that I'm missing in my business that you're doing in your business? And I just think everybody needs that, especially if you're in mortgage or real estate circa 2023, 2024, because it's just going to get harder.
0: Right. Yeah. I agree a hundred percent. And it's funny too, how people like they, they don't look at things long-term they're like, Oh my gosh, a thousand dollars a month or whatever it is. Right. Like no matter how expensive a coach, I remember having this call where we walked through an investment that I was going to make. And a coach that I've been working with for a long time said, you know what, look at it this way. And it was like, you know what, we're not going to buy that. This fourplex makes more sense. If you looked at that investment versus the investment that was made, it's an easily a fifty thousand dollars swing, right? And that was one portion of one call, where someone would be like, "I could never think of paying a thousand dollars a month, right?" Like that one piece of advice paid for four years of coaching, and right. and so you know, we went off on this of tangent, but I think I think it's a good one. You're totally free rolling. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Free, free rolling. So I'm sure, I'm sure Matty dropped some other gold nuggets on me in the uh, other uh hundred or so uh, coaching calls we've had. So I'm, I'm interested too, because uh, you know, besides running a coaching business, mortgage business, family, man, all the other things, like that's something that a lot of people, myself included. So I'm asking this question selfishly. We've been told enough times that balance is BS, right? There's going to be different, times of your life when you lean hard into one thing versus the other but what what have you found personally and then with people you've coached cuz i know you've had this conversation with other fathers other mothers other other people about you know the balance between family business and health and trying to win in all areas
1: yeah it's a great question man and i i'd say that going through a decade and quarter of a million dollars of personal investment in myself, coaching, personal development, professional development, now running a coaching business for eight years. The two things that I find that are maybe a little counterintuitive is, you know, when you ask somebody like, oh, what are your core values? Or what are your priorities? They always say like, oh, my, my wife, my kids, maybe they put God above that. Um, And then my work, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, okay, very infrequently, very infrequently, does somebody say, unless they're pressed, like I'm my number one priority, right? And what I have found is like, if I'm not doing jujitsu five or six times a week, I have a short fuse. If I'm an extra, you know, carrying around extra 20 pounds, my sex drive goes to zero. And then my wife's not satisfied, right? Like, if I'm not having money come into my bank account, I'm more anxious and irritable. So it's like when people ask that priority question or core values or whatever, and they're like, oh, my wife, my my church, my kids, and they forget to put themselves in there first. I mean, the reality is kind of like on a plane when they look at the mothers like five different times and they're like, if there's a loss of cabin pressure, put the mask on you first and then take care of your kid because they know moms are just by reaction gonna try to take care of their kid first. We as humans, we got to take care of ourselves first. We got to make sure like our house is in order. Our finances are in order. We're contributing the way that we know we can. We're taking care of our health, whether that means physical, spiritual, emotional, whatever, because we got to take care of ourselves before we can go show up for our kids and our spouse and whatnot. Because I guarantee you, you and I could we could create a laundry list of men and women that showed up for everybody else. And now they're broken and they can't show up for anybody. Right. Cause they never took care of themselves first. So that's one thing that's kind of counterintuitive is like a lot of times I'm talking to people about being a little bit more selfish um, for themselves, for their time, for their health, for their wellness. And then number two, like, this is just one of my favorite Gary Kellerisms, And I'm sure he stole it from somebody else. Like your calendar is a reflection of your value. And yeah, we're going to get all out of whack. Um, We're going to get times where we're more heavily family or more heavily business. But if you say that your spouse is important and you look at your calendar and you don't have a date night scheduled until her birthday next year, you're effing up, dude. Like your calendar is a reflection of your values. And so right now I need to be doing more code calling. I got to be following up with more clients. I got 222 Active pre approvals in my Fledge system that I have to follow up with to keep them engaged. So one day when they're finally ready to buy a house or refinance, I'm their guy. But guess what? I have to have that done by three forty five on Tuesdays and Thursdays because at four o'clock on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I take the kids to their long two hour competition jujitsu class. Like that's just a non negotiable to me because like I know if I'm there to smile at them and support them when they come off the mat crying because they get. Tweaked or twisted. And then I'm there to have conversations with them after the class about what they did well. Did they put in effort? Like I'm winning as a father. And so because my calendar is a reflection of my values, if I've got to get up Saturday morning and work through some pre-approvals, if I've got to put in, you know, a 16-hour day on Wednesday in between Tuesday and Thursday, my wife just knows, like, oh, this is the day I lose my husband to work because he's going to show up as a father on Tuesday and Thursday, the way his calendar says he's going to show up, and then he's going to show up on Friday night for, you know, family time, date night, and sexy time, so that we know that we're connecting, you know, Um, and, like, you just have to do those things. So, one, being a little bit more selfish, and then, two, like, your calendar is a reflection of your values. I think that's the only way you'll ever maybe possibly strike some balance, and even then, you're going to fail all the time and be out of whack all the time, but the calendar and your commitment to that, to that calendar and then, you know, to yourself first and then your calendar for other people, like that will that will just show up
0: and course correct you automatically if you're doing it right. I love it, man. I love it. That's a great place to end it. That's a great piece of coaching advice. I agree a thousand percent. One last thing to put a bow on it for people is like when you show up for yourself and you take care of the things that make you feel better, your health. Like you mentioned, jujitsu, you know, you're you're spending dedicated time with, with family and, and people you care about. The funny thing that happens is those lead dominoes are taken care of, which are the most important things you show up better in your business. Now, all of a sudden you're more efficient with your time, the way you show up on calls, like you've got better energy. And all of a sudden your business grows too. So like, I'm a firm believer in that you can have it all. Like the the balance stuff is BS, but you can you can show up at a high level for all the things. And, and to your point, like you've got to show up for yourself first. And for me, I already know the lead domino is health. Like when I'm stressed out and I'm not being the kindest father and the best husband and that, it's like, has it been four days since you've sweat? Because you've probably got some pent up stress that you need to relieve through a run or weight lifting weights or something. So um, I love it, man. Thanks so much for your time. Is there any last thing that you want to shout or ways people can uh, go follow Scott Groves?
1: Yeah, on all the social media, I'm Scott L. Groves, as in loser or lover, depending on whether you loved me or you thought I was a loser. It's Scott L. Groves, G-R-O-V-E-S. It's the same thing on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Linktree, all that. Scott L. Groves, like follow me, stay in touch. Like I love giving out free copies of my book and I'm kind of an intellectual philanthropist. So if you need anything or you heard anything that like spark some conversation, hit me up. And, um, if you're a really interesting person, I'd love to have you on for like a two or three hour long form conversation on my uh, podcast called on the edge podcast with Scott Grove. So, um, yeah,
0: like let's keep in touch somewhere on social and thanks for having me on Matt. Yeah. Thanks Scott. Appreciate you brother. This is Matt Guget Just wanted to give you a quick thank you for listening to the Get Better Every Day podcast. Hopefully you're inspired to go out there and get better every day. If you could, please do us a huge favor and leave a five-star review if you found any value in this. Share it with your friends. Again, thanks for listening and go out there and get better every day.